I was just telling my next guest on Beyond Risk and Back, uh, Melody Watts, about how my wife and I, we love essential oils. Um, I mean, partially because we're in Boulder and everybody here is tossing essential oils on everything. But the truth is, is that I am a believer in essential oils. I was telling my guest, I have two bottles of eucalyptus outside because of the research I've done on how it stimulates brain activity, how I feel. I have uh, really a heightened sense of body rapport myself and how I feel when I have essential oils, particularly uh, eucalyptus, I put it in my beard, and I just love the smell. I love thieves oil, I love um, uh, eucalyptus oil, I love essential oils. Now, that being said, I know that a lot of my guests are going, what, he's gonna talk about essential oils? Yes, I am, because I happen to believe that it affects us deeply. But I'm not going to be the one to try to prove it. Uh, we're going to get Melody Watts, my guest on Beyond Risk and Back, this episode called Biohacking, to talk about how essential oils affects your body, your brain, your DNA, for crap's sake. So thank you for joining me on Beyond Risk and Back. Thanks for showing up yet again. Parents, families, teachers, clinicians, thanks for help making this a number one parenting podcast, especially among parents with teens who struggle. Melody, thank you for being on Beyond Risk and back with me. Thanks so much for having me. This is so exciting. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. First of all, talk to me about your horses. My horses. Oh, well, we're, we're obsessed with horses at my house. Um, my uh, daughter, we found that she, we had a hard time after um, I got divorced a few when, when she was little. I had a hard time helping her find something that she loved, that she was passionate about. We tried soccer, we tried gymnastics, we tried dance. Uh, the second I introduced her to horses, that was it. She found her passion and um, just it's, it's therapy for her. It just completely healed her um, from separation anxiety and just learning how to connect with the horses and feel their energy and know that they mirror back to you and, and learning how to like just build that rapport and train her horse has just been one of the most um fulfilling things I've seen as a mom. You talk about your journey of self-discovery beginning about nine years ago. What happened? So my son actually had a, a chronic cough that he was dealing with. And in what I kind of call this um, medical treadmill that I was put on as a child, I started to see that treadmill start when I took him to the doctor and they wanted to give him allergy meds and, and steroids as a three-year-old. And I just um, didn't feel good about it as a mom and my gut because I had, uh, you know, in my mind woken up 20 years earlier, uh, learning about um, the philosophy and mindset of chiropractic, which really is a mindset that, you know, the power that made the body heals the body if you give it the proper tools. So for example, you know, it was the first time I heard when you, when you cut your hand, it, it knows how to heal. Like your body has this innate intelligence, knows how to heal if you give it the right tools. Um, and so I heard, I heard this concept and, and that my doctor actually told me one day I had hives and I was like, I need to go home and take some Benadryl. And he was like, well, do you think you have hives because you have a lack of Benadryl in your body? And I was like, huh, interesting concept. And it was like, I just woke up from this huh. fog of, um, basically, you know, you don't have to take a pill for every ill. Actually, if you, if you can figure out what's going on with the body, you, you can do amazing things. And so I had this philosophy kind of tucked in my mind with, with my kids. And I thought, I want to know what's causing this. And I want to know how to get rid of this inflammation in his lungs. And they couldn't tell me, they absolutely couldn't tell me. 
And they just said, all we have is allergy meds and steroids. That's all we can, that's all we can do. And I thought it shocking. I was like, this is like, you went to medical school to tell me all I can use is allergy meds and steroids. You know, like you don't know why his body's inflamed. And I was really shocked. And, and as a mother, um, I felt it's my responsibility to, to be a healer in my home. And so I, I decided to look for opportunities. And for me, I prayed, I was like, I want to find something, help me find something. And I came across, um, breathe essential oil by doTERRA and I put it on his chest and on his feet, by the way, it does contain eucalyptus. And he slept through the night without one cough. Um, and I slept through the night because my son was sleeping. And when he did this, a whole world opened up to me. Um, it didn't, you know, it worked better than the VIX. It wasn't, you know, the, the store-bought stuff. I wanted to know why it worked. I started looking up things on peppermint and eucalyptus, how it increases oxygen saturation. Um, had several experiences after that. My nephew, oxygen saturation was 86, was headed to the ER. My sister used um, Breathe essential oil in deep blue and boom, his oxygen saturation went to 100% within 10 minutes. So I started having these kind of experiences and I thought, wow, you know, moms especially need to have these tools at their fingertips, like tools that work. Um, and one thing I think that people need to understand, there's a lot of natural solutions out there, but a lot of them are just not regulated for, for good reason. We don't want the government regulating everything, but I think it's important um, specifically with the brand that I use that it's a, that it's actually self-regulated. It's got tests, you know, 54 different tests, third-party tests. Um, just to account for potency and purity, um, which is the reason why, you know, my grocery store stuff didn't work and this stuff did. And so, and so for me, just having something that was really trusted, um, that was regulated, third-party tested, that, that was consistent, uh, it was a game changer for me in our household. And then, so I've spent the last nine years um, delving into how these work and, and really learned about the biohacking concept. So I want to, I want to get into it. And I know we'll come across the conversation around purity, potency, especially when it's coming to essential oils, but let's start with the very, very basics. What is an essential oil? What are we actually talking about? Because you can go into whole foods, vitamin cottage, you can, you know, whether it's with doTERRA, some of the competitors, there's a lot of people out there that can advertise and promote to you these tiny little jars that some are ungodly expensive, but the question is, what am I actually buying when I buy an essential oil? Essential oils come from the barks, the roots, the plants, the leaves, the flowers, the stems, the buds of the plant. And it's actually the medicine of the plant. So, so when you actually go and you, and you rupture a peppermint plant, you smell that essential oil, those little peppermint beads are being ruptured so that they can go immediately to work healing the plant. Um, they protect the plant from predators and um, the essential oils are, it's really the medicine for the plant. And so it crosses through the cell, um, cell wall of the plant. And with humans, it, it crosses through our cell membranes directly getting inside the cell, which is, is great. Um, when you're looking at, you know, where our DNA is and how, and how messages get to our DNA from, from these things, we'll talk about biohacking a little later, but, um, these, these plants are full uh, these essential oils are full of hundreds of chemical constituents. So for example, peppermint's main constituent is menthol. Well, what is menthol? It's hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. So why is that significant? Well, menthol again, is the active ingredient that makes, um, you know, uh, increases oxygen saturation right. and, and all that kind of stuff. And so it's important to have, um, an oil that has potent amounts of it, but also in its whole form where it's not like a lot of essential oils are adulterated or spiked where chemicals are added, 
because they don't have the right smell or so it's a very um, adulterated industry. About 95% of essential oils are adulterated with fillers and, and synthetics. So that's why sometimes people getting a grocery store, you know, brands or whatever, they're, they're just kind of smelling it, but they're not necessarily getting the full therapeutic benefit because it's not as pure and potent as it, as it should be. But at its core, it's the medicine for the plant. That's, that's what it is. How is a medicine for a plant able to help humans? What's, what's, let's, let's go into that because we say, I, I guess just elaborate more on let's just use eucalyptus because, and I, and I want to say eucalyptus right now because a, I use it. And I want to understand why I like it because I just naturally like it. I love the smell. I love putting it in my shower and turning up the water really hot. I use it instead of cold medicines when I'm dealing with cold stuff. But right now this entire world is having such a fear, uh, uh placed around the concept of breathing, like we are just breathing is is at risk. The idea of breathing safely, the idea that somebody breathing on us or being close to even someone we love could stop us from breathing well. So let's just talk about breathing as an example of what an essential oil can do. And I want to make it very, very clear. I am in no way interested in the conversation around vaccines. I am interested around a conversation of where uh, parents can decide whether or not for themselves they're going to do the research, talk to a professional healthcare provider of their choosing to decide how they can supplement what's going on in the healing of their own family and child. So I'm not a doctor. Uh, Melody, I don't know if you are or not. But, but we are here to talk about eucalyptus oil and why it works, how it works, and what is it actually doing. So elaborate, because I love eucalyptus oil. I don't know if I've made that clear. Yeah, you made it clear. Yeah. Okay, good. So I love eucalyptus as well. It's one of the main ingredients in, in the blend I use for my son. So, so at its core, when it's, when it's medicine for the plant, we have found that when that same essential oil is used on human cells, that it has a very similar effect. It goes inside the cell and it turns on good DNA. It turns off bad DNA. It, it tells the body how to behave. So I think it's important for people under, to understand that everything that you put in your body, everything you breathe, everything um, you eat, even emotions, everything you think affects how your body behaves. So for example, you feel stress, you can get a headache you feel anxiety, you can get a stomach ache, right? So like everything that you think affects your physiology. Well, it's the same thing for everything you put on your skin. So when you, when you put um, information, I like to call it information like eucalyptus on your skin and because they're lipophilic tiny molecules, which means they pass, they pass through fat, they're lipophilic. So they pass through fat and our cells have a fatty membrane around them. So they can get inside the cell. A lot of things can't get inside the cell and do therapeutic benefit the way that the oils can. They can, they can go to cell receptor sites and tell, and tell the cell how to behave. But I love that essential oils have access to get inside the cell and, and do things like help with immune system threats and things. But the one thing about that I love the most about eucalyptus is its ability to increase oxygen saturation. And this, there's studies on this, which is really cool. You can go check out um, doTERRA science bibliography or just look at um, PubMed. There's great studies. If you look at essential oils for oxygen saturation, they did like large scale studies on peppermint and eucalyptus with athletes. 
Um, and so that's what I love the most about, about eucalyptus is its ability to increase oxygen saturation. At the same time, it's in there helping with immune system threats. And, and how it works is it helps stop the replication of immune system threats. That, and, and forgive me, there's certain words I can't say because I'm a doTERRA rep, but I will say that it is really great for protecting the cell um, against certain types of, of threats. So that's what's amazing about eucalyptus. Those are my two favorite things. It's also on an emotional level, the oil of wellness. So if you find somebody that's just not well or really unwell a lot, eucalyptus can help on an emotional level, uh, make people just feel better on an emotional level. So not only are we helping in a, a physical level with the immune system, oxygen saturation, but it also helps on, on an emotional level. So it's it's an awesome oil. I love it. It's in several blends like On Guard and, and um, Breathe Essential Oil. Um, and, it, and it's great. Now I will say, on a rare occasion, somebody, if they're allergic to eucalyptus, the plant, which is super rare, it can do the, it can do the opposite. Just like if somebody is allergic to peanuts, right? Or penicillin. Um, yeah. So, so it just like, so even though it's natural, there's a super rare allergy. So I always tell people, you know, just double check that to make sure you do, do okay with it. It's like less than 1% have people report, uh, people reported it, but I want people to know, like if, if um, you know, if they want to be careful, that's important. And then with like your little, little kids, like the ones below two, um, you would want to use a blend specifically with very trace amounts of eucalyptus instead of using straight eucalyptus on a, like a tiny little baby. You would want like a, a blend. We have blends, a, a respiratory blend for for kids that we have um, and, and things like that. So so we do have a kid friendly line with with different oils that help with oxygen saturation um, where you don't have to worry about it being overly intense for a, for a child. Is this is this whole concept behind essential oils? Is this is this essentially taking a plant's essence and boiling it down to its pure purest form, or is it more complicated than that? What makes it essential? Well, it's essential to the plant's survival. Oh, so the plant cannot live without the essential oil. For us, it's a support. So if you look actually at at the plant, what I love about this, if you were to take like like I've got some pine needles outside my front window, if you were oh. to actually take the essential oil from, from that pine needle, or in our case, we've got Douglas fir trees and Siberian fir and some of these um, black spruce. You actually look at those chemical constituents under a microscope. They're perfectly shaped, you know, um, these shapes of, of molecules. And you go, wow, that's innate intelligence right now built into that plant. Like, holy cow, our creator made that for our use. And it's not an accident. It's like bees making a perfect hexagon. That's not an accident. That is nature doing its thing. And so what, what we always say is like, why, who are we to improve upon nature? Like how awesome is this, that we have access to these chemical constituents that are so therapeutic and when combined in their natural form with all their hundreds of other chemical constituents work in harmony with our body and, and really tell our body how to behave and, and how to function at its optimal. And in many cases, um, you know, with the biohacking, it, it goes in and it can actually clear out um, different things in the body, different toxins in the body that are preventing the body from functioning well. So it, they're so multifaceted because they have this innate intelligence. Um, for example, frankincense has the ability to go in and actually destroy, can, can, uh, create what's called apoptosis, or it makes a sick cell, like an unhealthy cell, commit suicide. Like that's what it does at its core. At the same time, it takes healthy cells and it helps regenerate copies. So it does both, turns off bad DNA, turns on good DNA. And that is what's fascinating because you won't see a synthetic or something man-made be able to 
do something therapeutic and help with symptoms without having an adverse side effect. So what essential oils do is they suppress the symptom while increasing function and nothing synthetic does that. Nothing. Frankincense has always been, and even in the Judeo-Christian um, testaments of, you know, having this, this essence of spiritual purity and as a spiritual gift, talk about myrrh as well, because as someone who has looked into this for all of these years and, and the sim, uh, uh, symbolic interpretations of any religion, any faith, um, frankincense and myrrh was just not two things they pulled out of the hat to demonstrate the power of that gift in that story. So frankincense, frankincense getting cell, you know, bad cells to commit suicide and good cells to replicate. What does myrrh do? So myrrh actually has really similar capabilities and um, myrrh is uh, extremely therapeutic for the immune system. So it's great for at teeth. You know, when you're dealing with swollen gums, yep. it's good for like my daughter one time had a, had a lump above her gum. Of course, we took her to the dentist and she did have a cavity. We took her to our biological dentist. But what was great is we were able to use the myrrh and a little bit of clove and immediately got the swelling down immediately. She was pain-free in about five minutes. And uh, that was it. It just took the swelling right down. It was a big old like blister looking thing. Right. And uh, I can't say what it was, but you know what it was. Yes, <laughs> right? yes I do. So, uh, so it's those kinds of things that we're able to use the essential oils for. And for example, clove essential oil, the main chemical constituents, eugenol. Well, that's what dentists use to numb their patients when they have like dry sockets. So imagine how much better it is in its whole, whole form, right. To help with numb. And, and by the way, how, how perfect is nature that, that clove buds actually look like little teeth. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So like nature leaves us clues. So this is what I say about, about myrrh and frankincense. Of course, we know, you know, it was used by the Christ child. We know back then that was their medicine. That was like, if you were to look in a King's medicine cabinet, they would have frankincense and myrrh. Those are the things they used to clean wounds. Those are the things they used um, for, you know, when the baby was born, they used it for uh, spirituality because just the smell of it alone um, has different frequencies and, and the aroma of it affects brain chemistry and, and allows your body to open up to receive spiritual insight. So that that's historically what frankincense does, but also you can diffuse frankincense and get the same benefit for it. For it now, the other thing that's really cool about innate intelligence is, is frankincense also has steroidal properties. Um, and so you can use it on the lungs um, to help um, with an immune system overreaction. And so I love frankincense for all those reasons. So let's let's talk about that because um, there is there is a legend that has supported another company's product that I'll talk about the legend. And I'm wondering if doTERRA has a version of that mixture because, you know, it's called defense blend. It's called thieves. It's called four thieves, depending on where you buy this blend. Um, but the smell is overwhelmingly delicious in my opinion. I love the smell of it. But the story is, is that in France, there were four thieves who were robbing graves during the bubonic plague, the black plague, and they were unaffected. And when they were arrested for grave robbing, they were offered, if you share your secret on how you are not getting infected, we'll let you go free. And they said, we're using these four or five oils in combination with each other. And it started to get used as a medicine and they were let free. Now that sounds like a great commercial, 
But when you talk about in a king's medicine chest, this is what they would have, and and old healers and and you know essential oils. Is this rubbish? Is it just good marketing, or is this true? Is this is this thieves story accurate? Or is it just an urban legend that's been leveraged to sell? Really expensive essential oil, which I will say again for the record, I love the smell of Defense Blend. Well, I'll tell you this. So, so our blended doTERRA is on guard. On and, guard, of course. Yeah, on guard, yeah. And um, I actually don't know if that story's true or not. It's a it's a fun story. It's a great story. It's a great story, right? <laughs> and, but the cool thing is, is, is one thing I love about, about partnering with doTERRA is the science that they've done, the clinical trials. And you can actually look up OnGuard um, on PubMed.gov and see there's actually studies, there's research yeah. to prove what it does for the immune system. And, you know, it has oils like cinnamon and clove and rosemary and eucalyptus and wild orange. And when you research that blend, um, it's incredible what it does for the immune system. And, and so, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a phenomenal gift. Um, uh, if the story is true, even, even better, but I, I love that we have the science to back it up. And, and that's what, that's what is relevant to me in our day and age. Well, and when we talk about science, science back in the day and science now, uh, really are not at odds with each other, but we would like to place them against each other that in the past it was superstition or occultic and now it's medicine you know because we've but i've got books back there in the shelf uh, uh henry cornelius agrippa and on and on and these old occult books that talk about essential oils and using them for spiritual spirituality or healing and then of course in the bible they talk about essential oils a lot so it's not this is nothing new but was it really in the king's medicine chest do we know this we know the we know the healers used it but was it an everyday regular thing is this what they had well we do know that hippocrates used oregano in his practice we do know lavender was used on french soldiers we do know that um historically in france they use lavender for things like burns uh, the guy who actually discovered it had burned his hand uh, really bad. And just by accident, there was a, there was a vat of lavender. He burned his hand. I can't remember how he burned it, but he just put his hand in the lavender in, instinctively and the, the burn, it completely took the sting out. So, um, and, and I've seen people use it lavender time and time again for this. And, and so I think, yeah, absolutely. I think there, there's science to it. And I think historically it's been, we do have historic, historical facts, whether biblical or not, that showed people have been using this for centuries. Absolutely. So now let's talk about the biohack because it, based on the, the profile that I saw as we were crossing each other um, on this, on this pod match uh, 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 forum here that made me go, okay, I want to, I want to interview Melody. Is this, this concept of biohacking? I love the concept of hacking until recently when my, you know, mental health center was part of that huge medical health hack that took place. But I understand it as a concept and an allegorical that you have a system that is set up and the, the concept of hacking it has a negative connotation that something's come in from the outside and placed a virus in your system. However, someone, me, I love affirmations. I love manifestation work. I love keeping things in the periphery of my workspace because I know I'm looking at them. And if these things are very clear messages to me, that ultimately, if I hear it enough, if I say it enough, let me go, let me tell this, my 
I take all my favorite metal music that I have, and I listen to really dark, heavy, heavy metal music. And I put it into GarageBand. I put all my favorite songs into GarageBand. And then I take this beautiful microphone and sound system that I got, and I record my voice saying things like every day and in every way, my life gets better and better. Money comes to me in increasing quantity through multiple sources on a continuous basis. My relationship is amazing. I say positive affirmations and then I loop it over my heavy metal music. So while I'm at the gym, moving my body, feeling good, working up a sweat, changing my own genetics, body, DNA, physiology, I'm hacking my brain. By listening to my own voice, send my own thought process, positive messages. I believe it works. Don't care what anybody else says. But your version of biohacking is essential oils. Tell me what you're talking about. Well, I use a, I uh, use all sorts of biohacking. And in, a, in the case of essential oils, I'll give you an example. Um in dealing with, for example, estrogen, which we know is, we live in a very estrogen dominant society. We know that 95% of cancer is environmental. Um, and so for me, biohacking is, is A, replacing environmental toxins with essential oils. For example, instead of using a Glade plugin or a scented candle, which actually goes in and causes irritability, um, causes uh, confusion, can cause headaches and things like that, because it has free radical damage when you're dealing with synthetic fragrance, right? Well, the exact opposite of, an, of something that will actually act as an antioxidant would be diffusing pure plant essence like wild orange or peppermint. What that does and then it goes in, it gives antioxidants, it's free radical support, it protects your cells, it increases oxygen. Um, it uh, the, the wild orange, for example, citrus oils really affect the limbic system in a positive way, directly affecting the limbic system. Um, and so we have great studies on using real aromatherapy to help with sadness, to help with anxiousness, to help with some of the things that cause stress, um, even lowering cortisol. There are certain oils that we've shown lower cortisol and increased dopamine. So, so those kind of things can help. The other way that it can help is if somebody is having, let's say, um, PTSD and, and what, what scent can do if it's a positive scent, if it's a real essential oil is it can break up the pattern or the, um, the neuropathway, it can stop that neuropathway. So for example, I have psychologists that use the essential oil in practice. And if somebody's kind of going down this um, spiral of, of PTSD or whatever, she will have them pick out an essential oil prior to it and say, which one of these oils are you drawn to? This is the one I'm drawn to. And then during that session, if they're having a an issue where they're down spiraling, she'll put that smell underneath their nose and just break that pattern up and they'll be able to pull out of it and get on the right track. So that's an example of how we use aromatherapy for biohacking. And, and let me get back to the estrogen. So with a very estrogen dominant society, what happens is, is we do have estrogen cell receptor sites. We have millions of cell receptor sites on each cell. And some of them are specifically to process estrogen. Now, if we have a bunch of synthetic estrogen going in our body, then what it does is it kind of steals the real estrogen spot on the cell receptor. So I like to, I like to uh, use it like this analogy. It's like the bully on the playground. The swing set is where the estrogen is supposed to go. The estrogen goes to get on the swing set and this bully estrogen comes over and says, 
knocks the estrogen off the swing set and says, nope, this is my swing set. And then it kind of just messes the swing set, set up just a little bit. Instead of going the right way, maybe it's going sideways, right? And so then all of a sudden the body's like, whoa, this estrogen kind of looks like estrogen, but it doesn't quite work the same that it's supposed to. So then what happens is, is these phytoestrogens, which the common essential oils are, we call those the hero on the playground. And they actually will come in, grab those synthetic estrogens, pull them out of the body and say to the estrogen, here's your swing setback. So, so that's an example of how we biohack. And there's thousands of examples like that um, with the essential oil. So, so I love it. Another example would be like when people use chlorine, they're actually um, interfering with their iodine receptor sites. It, it, chlorine is an iodine binder. So we like to bring in certain essential oils like um, rosemary, geranium, um, and, and things like that, that will go and bind to that chlorine and, and, and pull it out so that the iodine can can have its rightful passage on these thyroid receptor sites. So so that's just two examples of of how we you know biohack and and how we can just easily replace some of these chemicals with um like different essential oils. So we don't clean with chlorine in our home. We we use citrus essential oils. We use on guard and that's how we clean. And, and I know you talked about it being expensive, but it's actually so much cheaper to use a couple drops of essential oils than it is to buy an expensive cleaner. Um, so that's how we do it. You know, my, my cleaner is 30 cents. It's 10 drops of essential oils and water. And it's way more effective than, uh, than Windex for my mirrors, way more effective. Oh, yeah, it's commercial time. But as always, I have wanted the commercials on Beyond Risk and Back to just be the place where you can find more support. Parenting Teens That Struggle is a private group on Facebook that I moderate myself. It currently here in uh, August 31st, 2021 has 1,200 parents who are going through exactly what you're going through as a parent, just really struggling with their teenagers. And I watch people ask a question. I always read through the questions. If it's appropriate for the audience, I put it up there and I watch the support that they get back. I answer questions. I'll post a video on a great topic that people want answers to, um, giving my input after 230 episodes of Beyond Risk and Back, answering, uh, talking with, these experts and and I get to be on the cutting edge of the latest research of mental health recovery addiction development of children and teenagers because I get the I get the best guests here like Melody talking about essential oils and getting us to understand getting the support as parents as to what else give me something else anything else that might help my family help my child being someone who's dealt with ADHD I know that when parents struggle, as a parent, watching my parents struggle with me, support is the key. So get support. Go to Facebook, go to Parenting Teens That Struggle, share this podcast, and go to brabapp.com, B-R-A-B, Beyond Risk and Back, B-R-A-B, app.com. Because for $37, Everything I have ever taught parents in 20 years of doing this work is on an app. You can have it on your computer. You can have it on your phone, your tablet, $37 to get the entire 56 class parenting course, the red, the yellow, and the green. So wherever you are, we can get you started and get you the support you need. So as always, thank you, parents, 
for listening to the show. I want to get back to my guest, Melody, because I have a lot more questions about essential oils, biohacking, and how they help. But parents, get as much support as you can. We need it. Melody, I mentioned during the commercial about my ADHD, and there is a big school of thought uh, about toxins that a, a lot of ADHD is either caused by or exacerbated by heavy metal poisoning. And you talked about replacing bleach. And I know I said the product's expensive and you're, you are able to say, no, that little bottle um, is, is my cleaning liquid. And I want you to be able to explain and justify that because those little bottles can be really expensive. So in the moment, that long-term payoff is not something that all the parents know. They think, oh, well, this bottle smells good. The hell am I going to use this on? What am I going to use this for? Because that little bottle's 16, 37, 8, you know, the, the price seems exorbitant, but you're talking about replacing cleaning products. You're talking, can I ingest uh, essential oils? Can I put this in my body? And because I'm so ADHD, I think I just asked you like 15 questions there, but let's start with the first one. Heavy metal poisoning. Um, ADHD. Let's say you got a kid with ADHD and you're a believer of the heavy metal poisoning exacerbating ADHD. What, what essential oils would I use? What would I start with? What would you coach me to do? And what's going on in my brain that the essential oils is, is helping with? I love this question. It's actually really close to my heart. So I'm going to start giving you guys some protocols and tell you how this works on a scientific level. And the reason this one is close to my heart is uh, my son and I just wrote a, wrote a ebook, Essential Oils for Teens. And he talks about the 15 top things that teens struggle with. And um, uh, being somebody that, that sells Zotero, I can't use some of the names that you're using. Like I can't talk about ADHD, but I can say mental focus. So yeah. just know when I say mental focus, that's what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Um, but it's really interesting. Um, ADHD is actually an autoimmune issue. So um, there are several contributors and uh, it's an inflammation of the brain, several contributor factors, several contributing factors. One's heavy metals, one's genetics, one is emotional trauma. Um, we have environmental uh, things and we have gut health, right? So there's all these different things that contribute to um, ADHD. So one of the first things that I like to do with parents is remove environmental toxins because like you talked about, Anytime you're dealing with environmental toxins, the majority of them can be neurotoxic or toxic to the brain. So um, environmental toxins would be like MSG, preservatives, um, herbicides, and pesticides are some of the absolute top neurotoxins. They actually attack the nervous system. And so my son used to get these neurological tics where he would blink and um, move his neck around and kind of do this thing when he was exposed when he was out playing football. So we actually got our schools to stop spraying um, the pesticide. And, and I'm actually part of a larger group called Non-Toxic Neighborhoods, where we're helping people transition over to really healthy environmental ways to manage things like weeds and pests in a super effective way. So, so there's that aspect to it is remove as many toxins as you can from your environment, because these neurotoxins absolutely affect the brain and your ability to think straight. So, so when your kids are out playing and they come home and they're in their basket case from being outside, it's a lot of times it's these um, 
uh, this glyphosate, these herbicides that are really heavy in our environment, people, it's like you can eat organic as you want, right? Avoid the food with pesticides in it. But the second you go outside and your HOA and your neighbors are spraying this stuff, um, you're getting so much more exposure than you ever could via food. So I'll tell you that first of all. So, so the first thing I always tell people is like, remove the, remove the source, right? Remove the toxins in your home as well. So uh, of course, cleaning. So, so to me using 10 drops of lemon essential oil is 10 cents and I can make a whole cleaning bottle with 10 drops of essential. So to me, it's so much cheaper to use essential oils for cleaning. Now let's talk a little bit about what can we actually use for mental focus? Well, two of my favorite essential oils for working with neurotransmitters in the gut is a oil called Copaiba. You talked about internal use. There are several that are safe for internal use if labeled. So, so check your label. doTERRA has labeled on oils. Most essential oils say not for eternal use, and that's because they're not clean and tested. Ours are clean. Ours are tested 54 different ways. And so ours are safe for internal use. Um, some you don't take internally, but check the label. But turmeric essential oil specifically works with, it's very neuroprotective. So we have an essential oil supplement that's turmeric root and turmeric oil. This is patented uh, formula. It's more absorbable than um, with you, when you mix turmeric with black pepper, it's 11 times more absorbable. So you're getting a very neuroprotective um, dose of turmeric and curcuminoids that are going to help with the neurotransmitters directly in the gut, which directly go into the brain. And so I'll just talk about the gut brain connection really quick. When, you're, when your gut and your brain are formed in the womb, they're actually one cell. So the gut and the brain are together and then they separate like twins. And they're the only cell that stay connected by the vagus nerve. All other cells separate, but these ones are like Siamese twins. They stay connected. So the brain and the gut are one in two. They're totally connected. So everything you put in the gut directly affects the brain. So why do I love turmeric essential oil in the gut? Because there's more neurotransmitters in the gut that directly communicate with the brain. It's going to calm down that brain very quickly. The next oil that I love for the brain is copaiba. And the reason why this one is so beneficial is I love it because it reduces histamine in the gut. So it's very effective. A lot of these kids that have mental focus issues and emotional issues, a lot of times the food they're eating is causing inflammation in the gut because our food is not formulated the way that it used to. The last 30 years, we have tons of herbicides in our food. It's not as much as your neighbor spraying it directly in your face, like in their, on their grass, but eating the GMO food completely disrupts the microbial the microbium balance in the gut as well as affects the neurotransmitters. So one thing that I love is the copaiba reduces histamine in the gut. And then it also simultaneously boosts dopamine. So dopamine oh. is one of the best things for addiction. And so that's why I love those two. Now, the third one that I really love for, for um, mental focus is uh, an oil called rosemary. Rosemary is an estrogen metabolizer. It also is wonderful for serotonin. So those are just my three favorites taking internally. Now there's also oils, like we have a blend called Intune and it has patchouli in it, which is wonderful for PTSD. Um, it has sandalwood, which has high amounts of santanol, which is anti-inflammatory, has frankincense, which um, crosses the blood brain barrier. And it has Roman chamomile, which is extremely soothing and calming, also reduces histamine. So we put that right under the nose because it affects directly uh, the limbic system. And then right on the back where this vagus nerve is right on the base of that neck and kids 
get such a great result with this. Um, I remember my son playing a video game, not video games, sorry. My kids never played video games, but I remember being a single mom, young single mom. And I let them watch TV just one too many hours one day while I was working for right. And they came out of that and they couldn't focus on anything I was saying. I was like, pick up this, do this, you know, get ready for bed. And they were just, you know, buzzing all around. And I was like, okay, they got a little too much screen time. Right. And so I put some in tune just right on their temples and the back of their neck. And within 30 seconds, they were focused. And they were doing everything I was able to tell them to do. So I love that we have science behind it, but I also love how quickly it works because they are lipophilic. When you take a pill, it actually takes a while to get to your bloodstream because it has to go through the digestive system. But when you're dealing with essential oils, they go directly in the bloodstream. They affect every cell within 30 seconds. So you see results very quickly if you're using the right oil. Um, So that's kind of my mental focus. Uh, um, blend. So uh, the other question, let's see, you asked for cleaning, you asked for mental focus. And what else did we talk about? Well, I wanted to know about ingesting it, taking things internally. So uh, another one that I love for um, boosting what what's glutathione, which is a big antioxidant in the body that's produced by the liver. Um, it's It can be lower in kids uh, because of environmental toxins. The body sometimes can't keep up with making enough glutathione. As we age, we produce less glutathione. And so I love using citrus essential oils like lemon or grapefruit um, internally, just a little drop in the water. Um, a lot of these kids, they get headaches. One of the, one of the biggest reasons they get headaches is because they're dehydrated. Interestingly enough, the chemicals in our environment make it so our body doesn't utilize and absorb the water like we need to. It affects our kidneys, our bladder. Um, so we see like people with bladder infections because of their chemicals and their environment, because for example, the herbicides, they actually feed gram negative bacteria. So I see a lot of bladder infections in the spring and the summer because of these toxins being sprayed. And when you have too many toxins in the body, your, your cellular energy slows down, your body can't fight infection the way that it needs to. So I love bringing in citrus essential oils internally because it boosts glutathione in the liver. Um, and glutathione is part of the Krebs cycle. It's part of the mitochondrial function, which is at its core, how our body heals. Metabolic function is how our body heals. How it, it's how it fights inflammation. If our metabolic function is not at its prime, then toxins build up. We have toxicity in the body. So I love taking citrus essential oils, just a few drops in my water every day. A, a, a bottle of lemon is $10 and it has 300 drops in it. So we're talking pennies uh, on the dose uh, for, for parents to be able to add some lemon. A lot of times I, I clear headaches just using lemon essential oil because now they're hydrated and, you know, and, and they don't have to deal with some of these uh, chemicals that are just overloading their body. And the one thing I will tell you this is input in equals input out. Everything is processed through the nervous system. So generally with things like ADHD, it is an overstimulation of the nervous system, whether it's stress, toxins, food, um, peer pressure, whatever it is, it's input in, input out. So when a child has an outburst or if they can't focus, it is because their nervous system is overstimulated. And the quickest way to get rid of that is removing environmental toxins. So the, the perfumes they're using, the chemicals they're using on their skin, the deodorants they're using, um, all those kind of things, the foods they're eating, all are going to get processed through the nervous system one way or another, input in equals input out. So I would say remove the toxins, replace with essential oils that actually work to support the body while removing the toxins. Okay. The as, as we're coming around the end here, the the question that I have around, you know, you talked about bleach products and these harsh chemicals that we we use in our homes to clean our toilets, to clean, you know, to, to get spots off the shower thing, uh, the shower door, uh, uh, the, the, the scents that are in the sprays for our countertops in our bathroom. 
we're constantly smelling these things. But one of the reasons why we are told that we need these harsh chemicals is because these harsh chemicals are anti viral, they're antimicrobial, they're they're antiseptic, they're anti all the stuff that we are constantly reinforced are bad for us. So are essential oils the same thing or do I need to use bleach? You absolutely do not need to use bleach. Um, there are so many things. The FDA has actually approved Tymol as something that's more effective without the invasive irritation. So you can put a couple, you know, I have a specific recipe for this I can post, but you can use Tymol um, in, in a blend uh, of water and you can even use a little alcohol in there if you want the, if you want to give it a little boost. But there's really specific recipes we use. We actually do have an on-guard um, cleaning solution that is approved to, you know, kill 99% of germs. And so that's what we use. We use these cleaning solutions. Um, that are non-toxic, that are more effective, that are that are cheaper even than than some of these um, mainstream things. But yeah, we do not use cleaning products in our house whatsoever. For our toilets, we use baking soda, tea tree, and Castile soap and, and coconut oil. And my kids can use it and without you know worrying about absorption issues or anything. And um, it, it's great. It cleans wonderfully. I want to make clear to all the listeners, Melody, because we're we're about to go to the part of the show where I want you to give all of your information, your websites, Facebooks, how parents can contact you directly. But I want parents to understand, um, you've mentioned doTERRA a lot, which is the company I'm assuming you're a rep for. Um, and this is not... the the We don't have any questions written down. I'm not asking you questions on from a piece of paper that you sent me, asked me these questions. So a, you're hella smart melody. I, cause you answered everything I just threw at you, but B I have always loved essential oils always ever since I understood, uh, that they existed, but this is the first time that I can honestly say, I understand what they are. Now, the crazy thing about this I, I, the body soap I use is tea tree oil. The, the, uh, underarm deodorant I use is essential oil and all natural. Uh, the, the toothpaste I use, I am a believer in this stuff. I am not an understander of this stuff, which is why I had you as a guest. Um, because let's be perfectly blunt. Anytime somebody finds out that you're with, you know, doTERRA or some essential oil, there's the essential oil lady and stuff like that. And it's blown off. It's passed off. But as someone who body rapport is one of my greatest strengths as an individual, in my opinion, that I hear my body when it talks to me. Aaron, you're tired. Aaron, I don't like the shampoo. Aaron, that did not taste good, even though you liked the way it tasted. It does not feel good. I listen and I like the way essential oils feel. But what I want parents to understand is that what you were talking about with the, the vagus nerve and the limbic brain and all of these types of things, this is not just researched by the company you're a rep for. This stuff is researched by psychologists and psychiatrists that using a smell, I'm not, I'm not even going to take your side with, with the effects of the DNA on the brain with PTSD because I don't have that research. You do. But what I can tell you is that in the facility, when a kid starts to go and you call it the spiral, we call it that 
that crash and burn, when they're having a PTSD trauma trigger reaction response, you can use a smell to yank them out of it. Now, the medicine behind that, that's what every family, every mom, every dad has to do their own research. They can do it with you. But you're not making crap up here. This is stuff that has been used by therapists and psychologists for a long time. So my last question for you, Melody, before we get into how parents can get in touch with you is, you talked, and because you and I are on video, and people who are watching this on Facebook cost to see it, but you put lemon on the temples, and you put other stuff on the back of the neck, and you put some things across the chest, and you put some things under the nose. Does it, oh, and especially, and this is one I wanted to ask about, bottom of the feet. Why do these things go different places? Because I now what I want to do is hang up on you and go wipe uh, uh, oil all over the bottom of my feet. But I want to understand why I should do that because my body's saying, uh, put, 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 put that smell on your feet. Why? So here's what's really cool. There's a lot of ways to use essential oils. And, and um, what I always find is like, it's really too bad that as five-year-olds, we didn't learn this. We didn't learn how to use plant-based solutions when we were five. And right. so we're having to learn it as 40-year-old adults, right? Like the stuff that should have been at our fingertips. The cool thing is, is we're raising a new generation. So like my seven-year-old came to me one time and she said, mommy, I have a tummy ache, but I don't think it's something I ate. I think I'm nervous because I'm going to dad's house. Like it was that transitional right. period, right? Transition Loved time. dad, excited to see her dad, but transition can be tough for kids, right? Sure. And so she grabbed rose essential oil, put it on her heart. How did she know how to do that? Because she's been trained. 10 minutes later, I said, hey, babe, how's your tummy? She goes, oh, it's gone. I was just nervous. I used some rose. I'm good now. Right. How does it work? So essential oils, the smell obviously affects the limbic system, calms you down. Right. And why certain parts of the body? Well, here's what's really cool. We have a nickname for essential oils called acupuncture in a bottle. And yes. essential oils are the highest frequency substance on the planet. Rose particularly is the highest frequency on the planet in the scale of megahertz. So when you put rose on the heart, so, so anxiousness, sadness, anger, fear have their own frequency. When you have fear, oftentimes you feel it through your whole body. Every cell has this frequency now of fear, right? So when you put on essential oil and it has its own different vibrational frequency, it works on an emotional level, similar to acupuncture, that when you open up um, different energetic meridians in the body, essential oils do that for you. So why would you use essential oils on the feet? One is that's where all your nerve endings are. Um, and it's really um, a great area energetically to ground your, your body and also for absorption. So it just really quickly spreads to the rest of your body. We often use it along the spine. Spine and feet is the number one place I use it. But if somebody's feeling anxious in their tummy, I have them rub the essential oils here. The reason would be here is so that you can inhale it very quickly. So there's all sorts of reasons. But one thing I do for people when they do um, start working with me is I give them a book and I say, hey, if you know the alphabet, you can learn how to use essential oils. And it's an A to Z and it tells them everything they need to go know about how to use them, where to place them. And so that's what I do um, for my customers because I want them to learn. I want them to be healers in their home. I want them to be empowered in their home. And guess what? There is a little learning curve, but wow. When you start saving money and when you start getting results, you start feeling really empowered and like proud of yourself. I remember the first time I got rid of a sore throat and an earache um, for my daughter, it was like instant. And I didn't have to take her to the doctor and spend hundreds of dollars. 
and she was fine, you know, and I had, I had these tools at my fingertips. So I, I love every parent to be empowered that way. And then they learn on their own. And so now my kids, they go, they go to the medicine cabinet and they pull out their oils. They don't even need to ask me what to use. Um, and they're just really empowered. And that's what I want parents to feel empowered. And I want their teenagers to feel empowered. How are, how are parents going to find you here? So you can go to melodywatts.net. That's M-E-L-O-D-Y-W-A-T-T-S.net. And um, you can connect with me there. I do free consults. Um, I also do, I have a free ebook, Stress and Essential Oils. And then my son just wrote a, a hard copy book of Essential Oils for Teens. He also has an ebook. And uh, that actually is coming out. Like we're working on it. We're, we just published it. It's coming out. So I'll, I'll share links for that later, but it will be on my website. If you do get my uh, ebook for Essential Oils, you'll get a link. I'll be sending out an email saying, okay, our ebook for teens is out. And it's really empowering because it tells a story about having a mindset shift. So it teaches these teens that they actually have the power to go in there, change their habits, um, be in charge of their energy, their health, their mood. Uh, they don't have to feel victim to their symptoms, their environment. They can really learn how to be empowered. And so it really talks about the story and the, and the mind shift um, that it takes to go in and create these powerful changes. And it's an easy read. It's 25 pages. Any teenager could read it. Um, but I love the message. It gives the protocols, but I love the message that it gives as well. I want to thank Melody Watts for being a guest on Beyond Risk and Back. Go to MelodyWatts.net. Check out her books. Check out her teenager's new book to uh, Essential Oils for Teens. I really like the, the idea and the concept. And I was serious. I've been using essential oils for probably 20 years now. And I don't really know why they work, but I've always loved the way I feel when I use them, especially for me, eucalyptus. I had a client, very high intellect client, uh, whose mother used it. He would roll his eyes at his mom constantly when she would try to chase him around the house with a bottle of eucalyptus. And I read to him a study of currently the man, young man, with the highest IQ in the United States. And he did his doctoral thesis on eucalyptus. And I read parts of the study to my client. He said, okay, I'll try some. Put it on the back of his hands. And we just sniffed the back of our hands and we talked. Next session, he came in and he said, before we start, can we do the eucalyptus thingy? And just like, don't tell my mom. <laughs> and what's amazing about this is we have this idea about essential oils. And if Melody was here in Boulder, she would, you know, just be another essential oils person. But she's actually in Idaho with horses and stuff. So she's probably the only essential oil person in, in a 400 mile radius. <laughs> so anyway, I want to thank Melody for being on the show. Amazing. Fantastic answers to all my questions. Thanks to Deepin Productions for producing the podcast and creating the music. Thanks to Your Cause Consulting for making sure that this podcast is getting in front of all the right people. And thank you, parents, for making Beyond Risk and Back a number one parenting podcast. I really appreciate it. Please continue to listen, like, subscribe, share, and review this podcast over on iTunes. It does help parents find the support they need. Parents. Take care of yourselves first, your adult relationship second, and your children third, because that's how we do our best work with our children. My name's Aaron Huey. I'm going to go rub some eucalyptus oil on my feet and get to the rest of my day. I'll see you next time on Beyond Risk and Back.
customer.